Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Seven WFNZ Mac and Bone with you nine o'clockers. Welcome aboard. Uh, we'll have more sunshine in our life. Ashley Strohline will join us. There's just so much sunshine on the Tuesday Mac and Bone shows uh, with with uh, Sammy and Stro, like Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> it is, man. It is. All we're missing is the sand, the ocean. We're missing that as well. Bikini clad women. We don't have that either. Also but- a Lucas, right? No. Wow. It's hard, uh, to, it's hard to really recover from that. How about on that radio. Mahomes, Boney? How about that Mahomes, wow, baby? Wow, wow. Anyway, Stroke coming up at 925. We'll talk football. We'll talk Hornets. We'll talk fun topics with Ashley Strohline of WCNC. But in the meantime, um, apologies we're also trying to, to limit Flounder's reps yeah, here in the apologizes meantime. To, uh, apologies to anybody named Lucas out there that was... <laughs> Harmed in the uh, the recording of this radio show. All right, let's get into uh, let's talk a little more football, Boney. As I try to cling to football in my depression that it is over and we will not get to watch a game for months, uh, but we do have the Panthers off season and it's a crucial one. We'll be talking about it every damn day through the off season here. But um, let's 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 kick around this quarterback thing and like obviously we talked about Brady Mahomes before the Super Bowl. We talked about Brady Mahomes yesterday and this just in this conversation y'all gonna get sick of it like you are Michael and LeBron because this is going to be a conversation that is going to take that is not going anywhere. But let's expand it out, okay? And I want everybody to play along. Everybody send in their top five list as well of all-time quarterbacks or quarterbacks in your lifetime, however you want to do it. But your best five quarterbacks ever, now that Mahomes has three titles. So does every one of you put Mahomes in the top five? Is anybody being stubborn, not putting them there? Top five quarterbacks, send them in on the text line, 704-570-9610. And let's give our top five now that Mahomes has gotten to three Super Bowls. So should we start at five, Bone? Is that the way to do it? If we're doing five, let's start at five. Okay. Yeah. And build the drama? Yes. All right. Uh, what is your Who is your number five all-time quarterback, Bone Man? I just watched uh, the, the Pluto channel that, that ran all the Super Bowls. I'm not saying I watched every one, but I definitely checked in every day when I got home. They're, they're showing some old ones that – you don't see often. So I thought it was pretty cool. And and one thing that I noticed about the 80s, he was always on the periphery of my top five, but I got John Elway number five, Mac. You think about those teams he took to three Super Bowls in the 80s. They ran into Parcells Giants. They ran into Gibbs Washington team. They ran into maybe the greatest team of all time, especially in that postseason in the 89 Niners. Those were not loaded up. Denver offenses. It was almost like a LeBron Cavaliers kind of element there. They didn't have a ton of Hall of Famers. Elway got there and he lost. Then he won two at the end there with Terrell Davis. I've got John. This is the guys that I saw play, by the way. I got John Elway, Mac, my number five of my lifetime quarterback. All right. This is interesting, Bone. I'm wondering if we're going to have the same list because John Elway is my number five as well. I always speak up for Elway when we talk about the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And usually I have them time. like six or seven, I, but I moved them up on this. I, oh, so have I twisted your arm with my Elway well, hype no, over I, the I years? Watched him a, I watched a lot of him here recently. 
more so than I did. John Elway had the big arm. He could run. He made it to five Super Bowls. And I don't put any shame in losing the three because, like you said, was Denver ever the better team in those Super Bowls? Look at these skill players, by the way, that he made it to those three Super Bowls with. Sammy Widener and Gerald Wilhite were the running yes. backs. Van, was it Vance, uh, Vance Johnson? Johnson uh, Ricky Nateel, Um I can't even remember the rest of the receivers he had. Now, the second go-round, he was loaded up. And when he had the talent, he might not have been the same physically at that point in his career, but they finally had the talent around him. I think John Elway carried those teams to AFC titles in the 80s. Remember, um, he lost an AFC title game at Buffalo, too, in the height of when they were great, too. So he got another team to a championship game in that in that run, and they lost. He's, he's just, to me, he's underrated. He doesn't get put in the top five enough. And I'm glad to see, Bone, that you have joined me in ranking John Elway way in the top five all-time quarterbacks even though he screwed baltimore i should hate him for that all right you know well, but, well, but but i i'm forgiving i'm forgiving that let's alternate let's go for you do four now you give us the four number four to me is peyton manning oh, number no. four we're gonna have the exact same number list four. Aren't we? this is the most boring segment ever we're gonna have the same we, top we five. did not we did not go over our top i don't know we may have some different in peyton there. manning um i give him one and a half titles bone because that second one i carried his ass like a, like he's bernie and weekend at bernie's a damn defense von miller demarcus Ware carried his damn ass over us but anyway, Peyton Manning, to me, best regular season quarterback in the history of the sport. The playoffs you can nitpick, but he did have to go against Belichick and Brady. You know what I mean? It was a chopped liver on the other side, often uh, against him in the AFC playoffs. I think the dude's the smartest quarterback ever. You talk about pre-snap, maybe the greatest ever post-snap processing. So cerebral, so fun to watch, man. Uh, once he got the second ring, I joke about one and a half, but once he got the second ring, then it started to put... It put him in that group with multiple rings, too. So you can't call him out for not winning enough rings, I don't feel like. To me, he's number four, Bone Man. Yeah, I've got Manning number four also. And, and part of this is because of the <laughs> ring stuff. And he ran into Tom Brady so many times along the way. But, Mac, you know, we can say that, you know, rings don't matter what they do in these discussions. And all the guys that are in front of him, they do have more rings. And you're right. The one at the end was more about... God, it can't take it away from him, but that Denver team wasn't exactly wet at the end. He had the body and the dexterity of Woody from Toy Story when he beat the Panthers. So, <laughs> yeah, he earned it, and it's on his resume, but I have him it's, four. I have him number four. It's got to count, but don't get it twisted. Luke Ke Keekley and the great Coney Ely dominated that Denver offense that day. Like, people don't I, don't, I don't think people historically remember how good the Panthers' defense played. The only difference was we didn't force the turnovers. They did. That was the difference. Those two damn turnovers. We didn't force any of them. But they completely shut down Denver. Our defense didn't give the offense any short fields the way their defense did. That was the whole sole difference in that damn football I game. I am so nervous for number three. Are I don't you want, doing number I, three? I don't want to be in the same neighborhood. Let us know if you guys have any issues with our list. Who are we leaving out? There's a lot of Steeler fans apparently saying Bradshaw. Bradshaw had like 11 Hall of Famers on those teams, though, man. We got a text here from Troy Aikman that said, don't forget Troy Aikman. <laughs> all right, Matt. Most no. overrated quarterback of all time. You talk Troy about Aikman. game managers on great teams, Aikman and Bradshaw. What if In you, my opinion. What if Dan Marino was the Cowboy quarterback back then? Where would he be on this list if he had championships? Because we're just talking about talent of a quarterback, yeah. just pure talent and no resume. You put Dan Marino in this era, he'd throw for 6,000 yards. So who's your number three? I guarantee it's going to be my number, number three. three. There's been an adjustment here along the way. Why? You're trying to not have no, the no, same? No, 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 no. In terms of like what's happened recently, Joe Montana is number three all time. All right, all right.
Joe Montana is number three all time. And the resume speaks for itself, but there's been a little bit of movement here, but I do have Joe Montana. 11 touchdowns in Super Bowls, no INTs, but he's uh, he's number three right now. Look at Jeff Ricker bringing donuts in here also. About that. Oh, that's how. Oh, hey, top five awesome. program director. Jeff Ricker, top five program director. Oh, yeah. I forget about that ranking. What'd they give him? Ninth? Seriously. This man's got to be top two. He's All right. Top two, dang it. Seven, oh, man. seven. My bad. I don't mean to shortchange you. I don't mean to shortchange you, man. Okay. All right. All right. Nice. Still too low. Still, still too low. Station was third. How about that, how about bone, the, man? No, we were we were like seventh for station. <laughs> Rick trying to inflate these. Hey, I like hey, his Rick, rankings can, are better. Can we get like back Jeff's to doing our same top five list. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we got a we got show, we got radio to do here, baby. All right, what did I want to say? I got the same list as you, Bone. Okay. I got number three, just like you, Joe Montana, and I just moved him down in the last two days, just like you did. Are we sharing one brain? A lot of people think we combined to equal one full brain. Are we sharing one brain? By the way, we did just... not we did not go over uh, these lists. This is, is this all... boring. Y'all got to argue just with us on the yeah, kind of. Because we're agreeing on everything. Let me just say this, because I was listening to KB's show yesterday, and I heard a guy, hey, could be right around my age, right? Because I used to swear by Montana. I used to have him number one until Brady knocked him off, and I begrudgingly had to give in. But I heard a guy call KB and say, there's no way he's past Montana yet. Are we forgetting what Joe Montana did and the four Super Bowl rings and all of this? Mahomes has three in six years. Montana uh, won four and played 15 years. All right, so you look at the percentage of titles per year, and it's a completely different bag. Also, look at all these stats for Mahomes, Bone. Mahomes went 15 and 3 in the playoffs, Montana 16 and 7. Mahomes, 41 touchdowns, 8 interceptions in the playoffs in only six years. Montana's entire career, 45 and 21. <laughs> the rating, Mahomes 105 in the playoffs, Montana 95. My eyes also can remember little young Mackie. Watching Joe Montana and those eyes bone are now grown up old eyes that don't work as good and I need reading glasses. But those eyes tell me Joe Montana couldn't do half of the things physically that Pat Mahomes did. I, I know he has Kelsey, so that definitely counts. But at the wideout spot in the running back spot for the last couple championships. No Taylor who's, Rice. Who's the uh, no, who's the no John Ta who's the John Taylor, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig? Kelsey's yeah. on Kelsey's a Hall of Famer on his own rushmore. But who look, are the weapons that wide out in these last couple? That, that That's what's impressive. Look at it. this group of receivers this year that he won it with, man. All right, so no, number two. Bone, let's say our number two together. All right? Yes. Number two. One. Tom Brady. Oh, God. I was going to count down to it. No, Patrick. Uh, no, uh, Brady is my. Uh, Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes is our two, and Brady is still our one. Because right. Mahomes is goat tracking. He's goat hunting, baby. Do, 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 but he's do, 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 not we go, there do, yet. Do, 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 goat track, goat he track, gets goat an track. incomplete grade. He's not there yet. But his first six years, as we talked about yesterday, Bone, are better even than Brady's. But here's the savior for the segment. Tony Pagnata, a.k.a. Flounder. Give us your five, Flounder, in your lifetime. Do you not like Ooh. our list? Our shared list, Flounder? No, no, no. I, I mean, it's not It's not bad. It's not bad. Thank you. Um... I would go. I would. I would still lead off with Brady, Mahomes, two, three would be Montana, four Sims and Eli. <laughs> I mean, Eli's uh, got to be in consideration. Jeff Hofstadler's got to get a, a vote as well. Um, four, I would probably. I would probably lean Elway. Nice. Over Peyton. 
So he's pretty similar. And five, I would say, I mean, maybe, I, I think some of these old school guys we're forgetting about. I think Johnny Unitas probably still is up there at You could five. obviously put Unitas and Otto Graham up there. I mean, I'm going kind of with what I know. It was what I've seen. That's what I did. That is what I, I'm doing. I, with. I did it by the guys that I watched their careers or, or most Well, for of me, career. that would be, so that would be what, Brady, Mahomes, Manning, and Eli. Uh, <laughs> probably Big Ben. Probably Big Ben. Want to know who's salty, Bone? You want to know who's salty out there? Um, Packers fans. No far. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. No, fa- no far. No far. Aaron Rodgers. Steeler fans. So the guy. The, so Bradshaw gets penalized for having talent around him. That seems fair. No, I don't think he was. He wasn't Mahomes. First of all, he was not doing Mahomes type stuff. I feel like he got it to the weapons. The steel curtain defense did their job. Their offense didn't necessarily usually have to do a ton. That's what I'm trying to freaking say. That next tier would be Marino, Favre, and Drew Brees has to be mentioned, too, for all the records that he has set. But that's that next level of of quarterback. No Bradshaw on the next level? Tell these Steelers fans to pipe down. Remember, for me, I never saw Bradshaw play. So I was going by guys I saw. I never saw Bradshaw play. Okay. I was not. um, I did not arrive. I I feel like think Aikman. With Bradshaw. Think Aikman. Yes. This seminar is sponsored by Renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas. Kickstart the new year with this incredible deal. Buy one window or door and get the second one for 40% off. Act now to schedule your free, no obligation in-home consultation at freewindowassessment.com. When we come back, we're going to talk to Stro all things Super Bowl, the rating, and the Taylor Swift impact on Sports Radio 927. WFNZ. Give me a donut. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Mac and Bone with you. Tuesday morning edition of the show. Remember the podcast, y'all. All right, we didn't agree on everything the way we did last segment when it turned out we agreed on every quarterback in our top five. Probably should have ranked six or ten, as a texter said. Six or ten gets juicy, man. And then, then you start. Then it gets wide open. You got uh, Breeze and Rogers. You got some of the, some from now. And then if you go, and you got Bradshaw. And, then you got Aikman. And then you've also don't, don't forget we also Otto Graham, Otto Graham, Graham Johnny, Johnny Unitas. Yeah, yeah, you got all those dudes, man. Get into play. So six I, or ten is probably more fun. I think I hurt your feelings during the break, and I apologize. I I questioned if you made two trips. Uh, to the donut box. You see, I was you, there one time. You were up there one time. Then you, then we find out Rickard 
two donuts record, two trips record over here. He did. His first donuts since the disco era. <laughs> that Mr. Fit and Trim threw Ricky. down, too. So I'm sorry, man. Jeff, Jeff unraveled. He had donut powder on his shirt walking out of here. <laughs> All right. Screw you. Want to mention, uh, check out uh, the podcast. If you didn't uh, hear the full show today, a lot of uh, football talk, Panthers talk, New Look Hornets talk, College Hoops talk with West Durham. Go find what you want to hear Mac and Bone riff on in the podcast each hour. We'll be up there shortly after the show. Uh, check it out in all the podcasting platforms, WFNZ.com, Apple, uh, Spotify as well, and go. wherever you find your podcast. Steeler fans want to kill me. Even people I consider good friends that are Steeler fans are messaging me like, you don't know what you're talking about, man. I mean, when you think about Steelers greats, Bradshaw, Roethlisberger, were they really that much better than Bubby Brister and Neil O'Donnell? <laughs> it was all about the system, right, Matt? I ain't going that far now. I ain't going that far. I ain't bringing Mark Malone up to Terry Bradshaw's level now. Get out of here. All right. Let's do this. Let's bring in the ray of sunshine that is Ashley Stroline. We got things happening, man. We had a Super Bowl to recap. We've got the new look Hornets to discuss. We've got Taylor Swift making one last big impact on NFL ratings. We've got things happening. And uh, Ashley Strohline of WCNC is in the house. Stro, how you feeling? What's going on? Good morning. Well, I mean, I'm feeling great. Back-to-back Hornets wins. I mean, what more could you ask for these days? What do you think of the, of the new I don't know. That's a good, I, I'm good sure question. You've, you've been there, I, I'm guessing. What's the, what's the energy? What's the vibe? How fun is this team to watch right now compared to what we saw through uh, the, the hell of the first few months? Guys, last night in the fourth quarter, a Let's Go Hornets chant broke out. I haven't heard that all season. I nearly fainted in my seat. It wasn't sarcastic this time. (laughs) No, it was real. That fans were on their feet. They were so excited. I I couldn't believe it. I literally was like, a Let's Go Hornets chant. Hornets fans are on their feet. This is so exciting. I mean, I think fans are excited, too, that you got two two North Carolina kids you can root for, right? Two Charlotte guys in Seth Curry and Grant Williams. So they're excited for that. Um, excited to, I think, this new group, everything they did at the trade deadline just kind of brought some new energy to the team and um, got some veteran leadership, guys, that just know how to win, something uh, a little different in the locker room as far as leadership. And, and so I think it's been great. I mean, it's, I'm going to enjoy it while it's going on, that's for sure. Well, uh, Stro, what, uh, you talk about that atmosphere, and I find that to be awesome. I find the fact that I, I think we all gave up on Hornets basketball being fun. You know what I mean? By the time this season would end, what do you think? What do you think it is about this group of players that has just kind of uh, it, it turned things around? I mean, obviously, it's allowed us to have a legit bench. No offense to the young guys that were playing, but they probably shouldn't have been getting the minutes they were getting. But like, what's how have these guys changed it so dramatically? Well, I think that's the key, right? Now Cliff finally has some depth he can go to. There's a, a good rotation of players that can make an impact when they're on the court. Uh, like he told us last night after the game. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, these guys got traded here and basically had to show up over the weekend and play ball and then have a day off and then play again last night. And so they really haven't had a chance to even sit down and practice together and, and really go through stuff. So he's you know, telling us, well, I have to keep it pretty basic right now, but he's excited to get in there. He's meeting individually with the guys and, and going over stuff. Um, so I think it's just everything from experience to leadership to just new energy. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes no matter how great folks are, if they've been part of a system for so long that doesn't work, that's used to losing and not winning, 
it just doesn't ever move the needle, right? You're not going to be able to find success. So I, I think the, the shakeup worked, and I think uh, just the new life and, and the experience has been great. Stro, we're fresh off boopers. Booper. We're fresh off the Super Bowl the other night. What was your <laughs> yeah, the just, Booper Bowl? Yeah, the the Booper Soul. What uh, what was your? I'm gonna try to ask this as fast as possible so I can get out of here. What was your biggest takeaway from the Super Bowl the other night? Uh, well, as far as football, or are we talking? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can go game. You can go the entertainment side. Like when you walked away from that game, what were you talking about the most? Oh, man. Well, you know, Usher took me back. I was singing every song at, at the halftime show in the newsroom. I felt bad for my coworkers. Uh, there's that that happened. But the game itself, um, well, first half I was disappointed. I was like, man, this is boring. This is sloppy. Like, this is the Super Bowl. Like, I want to see some exciting stuff. And then the fourth quarter got a little exciting, and then we went to overtime. Um, I mean, I think it's neat to, to see a, a new dynasty kind of start coming together with the Kansas City Chiefs. It broke my heart for Christian McCaffrey and, and Steve Wolf because I was really pulling for them to, to get a Super Bowl uh, out there with the Niners. So a lot of different things, right? I love that Taylor Swift also seemed to be playing along, that every time they showed her uh, on camera, she took a shot herself. So she's like, all right, cool, guys, I'm in on the joke. So, you know, all the things. She was chugging a beer. It was on the big screen in the stadium. Um, uh, she was still down in the drinks when she was dancing and smooching with Travis at the postgame party. She had herself a night, man. Um, I want to ask you this. Are you Stro? I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. There, You brought up Usher. It seems like this is you know, your vintage. You know, this took you back to, to your younger days. Uh, did you see any of the people that were complaining that it's not fair that Usher can take his shirt off during the Super Bowl halftime show, but Janet Jackson could not have a, sim a simple uh, one boob exposed. Um, uh, did you sign Lord. any? You sign any of those petitions, Stro? Yesterday, who do you follow on Twitter? Because I saw none of that. <laughs> people like read the New York Post. Put you out know an what? This is it. a good question. People read, but it, people retweet the morons. Is what I yeah. is, is what and I see. New York Post is journalistic integrity. They New York Post a, wrote an article. Yeah. About there was a whole thing about <laughs> what. <laughs> Yes. And we have to search for these stories because we have what to bleep on Tuesdays. So I have to go down some avenues of these uh, journalistic sites. Stro, were you upset that Usher took his shirt off? Did that upset you? No, because I didn't think about it like that. But, I mean, I guess if you want to get technical, I guess technically you guys can leave work and walk down the street shirtless, and I can't. So, I mean, I guess if that's how deep we want to get into the Super Bowl halftime performance, okay. Do you want Do you want your rights to be able to walk down the street the way we can? Somebody text. I don't want it for anybody, <laughs> to be honest. Oh! Yeah. I don't want, I don't want that's it That's a fair point. There are some men oh. that decide to go shirtless that probably should just say, you know what? Not worth it. I got to tell you, Matt should probably have his own rules. Yeah, <laughs> my wife's trying to put in a rule inside the home, Stro. I just break it the second I walk in the door. The shirt comes off, man. What percentage of your home time, Mac, is spent uh, in the the upper half? Like the upper 95 half, ninety-five percent oh shirtless. What? The only time is when it's cold. Like, and wow. even and I'm so hot natured now, probably because I'm I'm turning into a biggin. But I'm so hot natured. I just <laughs> I'm I, I'm always comfortable with my shirt off, even if it's like twenty outside usually. It's 85%. It's comfortable, Stro. It really is. I feel right now I feel inhibited with this shirt. Like this shirt is bothering me. Like, get off me. You know? I, I mean, well, talk to your coworkers, see what how they feel about, you know, you taking it off, I guess. I don't know what to tell <laughs> You've you. You've done it before. Yeah, there's video photo evidence. He's done it before. I am so pale, I keep a lot of clothes on inside so I don't sunburn just indoors. 
That's how pale I am. The <laughs> sun comes through yeah, the comes roof. Yeah, it comes through the window. The, the, oh, the, the window gets you. actually get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Uh, how do we come back from this path? I don't know. Back? How do we get down this path, man? Well, I will just say, I still, does, did Justin Timberlake ever apologize to Janet? That's more my concern than Usher taking his shirt off. I think we all still owe Janet an apology. Was Janet, not in, was Janet not in on it? Like were they Okay, this is where I'm gonna have to hang up. Well, I'm asking You just you just defended Janet? I mean you defended Justin over Janet. No, I'm saying did they have a plan together that they were gonna do that? I don't know. I don't know. Let me I don't know. I'm assuming it was rehearsed that way and then there was just a wardrobe malfunction and unfortunately it was her career that suffered and not his and he just kept on rolling like it never happened. That that is a legitimate beef. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of the story. Was it a planned choreographed event? That's what um you know what I mean? Did JT go rogue? So you have rehearsals, right? Yeah. So you go through it, all the stuff. So I don't think know. So. Anybody know the answer to that one? He anyway. apologized to Britney Spears a while. Oh, no, maybe that's fake. I, I can't tell on the floor. I have no idea. I don't he think definitely he, didn't apologize. No. No, he just did a whole performance where he said, I'm not sorry for nothing. Anyways, we don't have to get into what that. What a jackass. So you want to get really anti-Timberlake here. No, I'm not anti anybody. I want to, I want everyone to get the love that they need to be happy in the world. That's what I want. Okay, all right, yeah. Stro. I'll be yeah. going to his concert here in October, though. However, yeah, Bone is a big JT fan, Stro. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I've seen him in concert. It's, it was good. Me and Kelsey Riggs actually went together. Oh, there so. you go. There you go, Stro. What do you think of Daytona this week, and what storylines are you kind of keeping your eye on for the for the first big race of the year? Oh, my gosh. I just can't believe Daytona is here, for one. I mean, every time I think I'm going to catch up and there's going to be a little bit of a break in life, sports just keeps on rolling. So, I mean, Daytona is always so unpredictable. Uh, it really is anybody's race, and, and we'll get a you know a final start to the season. We just had the uh, clash out of the Coliseum, and Denny Hamlin won that. Take that for what it is, more of an ex- exhibition race, and uh, we'll kind of see who, who put something – special together in the off season to go down to Daytona and, and get a win and start their season off that way. But, um, I mean, it's always unpredictable. You never know to those last few laps. I feel like that's when everyone's kind of standing on their seat and, and seeing who's going to make it to the finish line. So I don't have a real prediction because I just don't know how you do those at Daytona. But uh, did you guys finish the Netflix series? No, I'm still in the middle of it. It's good, though, man. It's, I love the behind the scenes. You know, they did one stro years ago, and I'm dating myself. I mean, it must have been... Like early 2000s, they did one, and it was similar to this. Behind the scenes with the drivers is cool. They got to do more of that stuff. I know you probably do stuff like that, too. You're covering the races a lot. But fans love the behind the scenes, their lifestyle, inside their motorhomes, inside their homes, and stuff like that. I think that's how you grow any sport. Like, the more access you can get, the more you can make the people relatable or not, however, whatever role they're going to play when you go to edit the shows. I think... If people don't like the sport in general or don't like sports, they're not going to tune in. But if they can relate to somebody because of all the behind-the-scenes stuff, I think that's where you win people over. No, and that's the key with NASCAR over the years is you fall in love with the driver's personality just as much as anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Dale Earnhardt yeah. fans love the fact that he was blue-collar, grew up working on his own race cars. You know what I mean? And then uh, they would hate Jeff Gordon because he's a pretty boy. Like That's the thing is the more you know about the drivers, the more it gets you invested in racing. There's no doubt about it. Um, Stro, uh, people think people think that Bone, I have uh, 
People think Stroh, one guy thinks Stroh will quit the show after this one. This will be Stroh's last segment. Mac has <laughs> well, upset her. We're due for that time period where we think she might be gone. <laughs> yeah, we're surprised it lasted this long, sir. Yeah. i got to be honest with you. I, we actually, I actually had the summer of 2022, but she's still hanging on here. This texter says, <laughs> wow. this texter says Mac went to a place with Stroh. He should not go. Uh, yeah, shirtless, shirtless Mac really calls across the line. Was it, no, it wasn't shirtless. It was the whole JT thing. Oh, I thought you meant your body. You no. Know, uh, others' bodies. Well, that probably grossed her out, too, the thought of that as well. But, Stro, are we good after this JT back and forth? I was asking questions. I was being a good reporter, Stro. I don't know how the whole thing came down, you know what I mean, with Janet and JT. That's a, you know what I mean? Yeah, and to be honest, I don't either. I was a kid at that point. You know who we should bring in on this? Delano oh Little. You know, he was at the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, my gosh, D, you were at, like, when I used to work with him, I was like, you were at one of the, like, most epic Super Bowls, like, halftime show. Like, what What did you see from your vantage point? He was like, actually, I was getting a hot dog at halftime, and I missed the whole thing. And I was like, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, by the way, I've uh, never related to Delano more in my life than this moment here. Stro, you just depressed me. You said you were a kid. Oh, my God. I was well, 30. I, I was 30 was that, when that happened. Oh, I was 20. Yeah, I mean, I was probably a teenager. I'm not sure. What was uh, it, 03? Is that the year? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's depressing. Middle school, teenage, uh, high school, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's all a blur. At this Go point. ahead and beat. That's all right, Stro. I'm not taking it out on you because you're young. All right? I'm not going to do that <laughs> at all. Uh, what did you think about all that was Taylor Swift's Super Bowl uh, 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 final uh, or first Super Bowl Sunday. The crew, she had the girls together in uh, the suite. Afterwards, her and Travis had one hell of a party. What did you think of it, Stro? I get made fun of by our listeners, but I cannot get enough of Swelsey. I cannot get enough of their videos. I show them to my daughter. I can, like They're fun. Like They're having fun. Like I, I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it. Well, one thing I love is the girl girl gang that she always brings with her. I feel like she's super supportive of, like, her friends and people around. And I don't know if you saw the videos after the game, but, like, all the other players and, and families coming up to her. Like, she just seems insanely genuine with how much she wants everyone else to, like, enjoy the experience and, and all of those things. So I love that aspect. I'm glad she was able to, you know, make it back from Japan and all that stuff. Um I'm a little mad at Travis Kelsey for how he treated Coach. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a bad look. So now I don't really – I don't like him for Taylor anymore. So oh, I'm mad at man. Yep. Sorry, oh. I'm over it, guys. I think I think Taylor's too good for him. Yep, I said it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There's JT and me. Wow, now this. This is something. Hey, uh, I'm asking for a flounder. Oh, no, you got it. We got to go follow up on this. Go ahead. This is huge, Bone. This are is you, blockbuster. This you, is a Swifty, a diehard Swifty. Are you are you okay? This is a diehard Swifty that is now turned on Travis. This is monumental. It so was a bad look, man. There, that, there's no but way. Have you, turn, have you turned on him for Taylor? I have not, but I don't. I don't love what I saw in that moment. There, that was not a good look. It wasn't cool well, at all. When I called Mama Stro, Mama Stro was upset about what she saw between him and Coach, and that was the turning point for me. And then I surveyed some of my other girlfriends, and they kind of feel the same as me. So Whoa. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Man, tra- is Travis mm-hmm. losing the Swifties? Now, do you think Taylor was upset? Okay, so there's a tweet that went viral, and it's after after the game. She's on the field. You know, the guys are on the stage doing their celebration. You guys have heard the phrase, like, the ick, like that gave me the ick. You know the phrase? Are you with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. And so there's this cutaway to Taylor after Travis is doing all that yelling up there after they won, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, 
Taylor catching the ick in 4K. And so I'll send it to you guys. Really? I'll, you let you, I'll let you watch it. No, I mean, it, they look like they had so much fun after the Super Bowl. Like, let's be real, right? But I'm, I'm that, that entered the girl chat last night. So I'm going to mm. send it to our group chat, and you can assess what Interesting. I will Interesting. say his behavior was sus. Don't try to to be him. That's short for a suspect. Stro, I got to get in this girl Taylor chat, Stro. Get me in that chat. You know what I mean? I need to chat with the ladies about it because y'all are observing stuff that I didn't think of. I, like what? You are on one right now. You're you trying mean? to get into Taylor Swift. I'm group into this, chat. man. I'm into this. I'm concerned. A, shirt, a shirt's required to be in the group. Is, <laughs> is the relationship vulnerable, Bone? I didn't even think of that. I they, didn't even think this way. I mean, they were, they were, they were um, testing out their tongues at a club afterwards. I think they're okay. They for were right now. for I about three hours straight. They're not worried about our opinions. Let's be honest. I think they're, you know, enjoying life. Okay. But okay. I'm just saying. I'm I'm paying close attention now more than I was before. But I, what I did love is I was scrolling through Twitter, yes, I, I do occasionally log on, and there was a father and son who who um, are Kansas City Chiefs fans, and they had a video of them last year. Like They recorded themselves like the final minutes of the game, and it was just the two of them. And then this year, it was the whole family because all of their like daughters and granddaughters, like because of Taylor Swift, wanted to watch the Super Bowl with them. And so it was the whole family it's- cheering this year. And I'm not going to lie, that made me a little teary-eyed because I'm like, look, you guys want to hate so much that she's shown up and she's helped grow people wanting to be interested in the NFL. And look, now this whole family is watching the Super Bowl together. Exactly. Because Taylor is there, but they're cheering together as a family. My 11-year-old daughter never watches the Super Bowl with us. She had a homemade Travis Kelsey, Taylor (laughs) Swift shirt. I mean, she was so into it. And Stro, the ratings went up, by the way. Average ratings went up 8 million people. I think it's a Taylor Swift effect. What you know what I mean? Whoa, great game that's last, a lot. Yeah. yeah, great game last year. What's the difference? People were brought in that that wouldn't care before. All right. Anyway, All right, we'll see. We'll see if they can overcome this. Bone thinks I have just gotten way too into well, no, this well. See here, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to send out the apology letters that JT did not send out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stro, be good. Be good, Stro. All right. Have a good one. All right. There you go. I won't bring up JT next week. I won't bring up that or Janet Jackson or. You know, boobs or anything. You know, yeah. We'll we'll be back to that next week. <laughs> this segment is sponsored by Renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas. Kickstart the new year with this incredible deal: buy one window or door and get the second one for forty percent off. Act now to schedule your free, no obligation in-home consultation at freewindowassessment.com. When we come back, it's the wrap-up, getting you set for United Sports. That includes the Tar Heels back in action on Sports Radio ninety-two-seven WFNZ. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Seven 
WFNZ Mac and Bo with you rolling into the home stretch. I'm getting some interesting reactions, Bo, into that Stroh segment. Yeah, someone said that that was bad reporting on our front. Well, oh. Uh, reporting. Oh, I what, didn't. What get... are we, Adam Schefter, and reporting news here? Why? What? What did he want? Different questions. He didn't like the the, the goofy he, questions he and stuff. Through, he went through everything that was wrong with the segment and said that's not good reporting. Well, we're not reporters, man. Oh, I'm... like factual incorrections? No, no, factual? just what we were talking about wasn't good for reporting. Oh, okay. But we're not reporters. We're, we're radio just trying talk. to have some fun. We can sports it by ourselves all day long. You know what I mean? Like, we got to have some fun with Stroh. Now, did Stroh think it was fun when I brought up Janet Jackson and uh, Justin Timberlake? No. Here's what here's Does what he Stroh now hate Justin here's Timberlake? Here's what yes. he probably wants. Last night, the Hornets win 111-102. <laughs> Sixers beat the Cavs 123-121. Bulls over the Hawks 131-126. Spurs with a Wemby Classic 122-99 over the That's what they want, Matt. They want to read score. That's reporting right there. That's solid reporting. Go right? read that oh, newspaper that uh, Bebop likes to read there if you, you want to find out there the score. How about, how about that news? Bebop, uh, are one of our most prolific texters in terms of text volumes, uh, told us last week that he really doesn't watch sports very much. The what? guy that reads the newspaper. The guy that rips Bryce Young every text during the season but wasn't really watching Bryce Young he play quarterback. He didn't watch him play the game. He, read the, <laughs> he just read the box scores. Come on, man. All right, anyway, uh, thank you to Stroh for joining us. Thank you to Sam Farber for joining us. Wes Durham was great talking ACC hoops as well. Most importantly, thanks to all of y'all for hanging out with us tonight. UNC back in action on the road at Syracuse and uh, the Canes in action tonight against Dallas as well. Uh, okay, let's get to some of these. I got a donut here, so keep talking, man. Unbelievable, Bone. You had the whole break. Not professional, man. Not, it's unprofessional reporting right here, man. I got <laughs> a nice now, glazed th donut. This is unprofessional, sir. Before, I think you were wrong, but this actually You didn't hear Walter Cronkite saying, get me a donut. Is unprofessional. All right, let's see what we have here, Bone. By the way, other female texters saying that they agree with Stroh. That uh, this woman says, as a Taylor Swift fan, I got to be honest, I'm thinking twice about Travis with Taylor after what he did with Andy Reid. This is the thing, man. I just thought it was the heat of the battle in the Super Bowl. What got a little though? overzealous. Like one of the like not normal life situations. But I don't know. Maybe this is a lot, what a lot of Swifties are thinking. I don't know. What, um, what if he told her in the moment there? Dump, dump Taylor. She's ruining the Super Bowl. And, and that's, that's why, why I got yeah. so mad. That's why I got so mad. I'm sure that could have been it, Bone. Uh, this uh, multiple texters coming after me, after my performance in that segment. This one says, Mac sounds like a teenage girl talking to Stroh. This is embarrassing. All he wanted to do was, he, as a 50-year-old man, all he wanted to do was enter a uh, Taylor group chat. I just want a group chat about uh, Swelsea, y'all. I mean, I'm don't sure be Willie, Willie Peace probably got one of those somewhere. <laughs> no, all he's, group chat. he's in the AI soccer kit chat right now. Willie P. Willie, Willie P looks like he should be the attacking midfielder for Charlotte FC based on his AI Willie. By the way, he made himself look like a male. Based bottle. on his what? The new kit, the the AI Willie, the AI Willie P. You know what I'm talking about? Charlotte FC has this feature. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Work with me here. Work with me here, all right? Come on, Now man. I know why you got ripped for not being professional. Um, Charlotte FC's got this new kit out. It's freaking awesome. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and they have a feature bone where on the website you can, yeah. like, put yourself in the kit. And Willie's, like, juggling the soccer ball. He made himself on there. Put himself in a Charlotte FC uniform. He's, like, juggling the soccer ball bone. It's I like, couldn't do that. It's like really messy. Did you make one of yourself? No, I did not do that. I think you have to today. I, I did not do that. But I do have the brand new kit, and uh, it is absolutely awesome. Awesome. Um, all right, let's get back on task here. I got called uh, creepy for that segment, Bone. 
I also got called a man in a midlife crisis for that segment. I, was I that bad? Was I that weird in that segment? We should get that, that moment of the day sponsored. This is Matt's midlife crisis <laughs> moment of the day. Today, Matt tried to join a Taylor Swift group chat and got very fired up over Usher Raymond's nipples. <laughs> I, now, I cannot. There's not a text line consensus on whether or not Janet and, and, and JT were in together. On the little, you know, thing at the end when they say, we'll get you naked by the end of the song. And then he pulls the flap or whatever. Yeah. Like, how do you understand that moment? I thought. Like, did he do it against her will? That ain't freaking cool. I got to tell you, I don't remember it. The the, the fallout. Yeah. I I don't. I know it changed TV and delays, but I don't remember the the part about the involved. I I can't remember. I asked Flounder, but he was six when it happened. I'd have to look it up, but I don't remember the fallout. Oh, eight, eight. Anyway. I don't think. I, I. some people say that it was those two together. Timberlake Some really, person said he just did it to her. Would he really do that on his own? I've always wondered. I don't know. Because that's not cool if he did it on his own no, at all. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. And uh, by the way, uh, and she's right, though. Janet Jackson's career kind of went down. Yeah. JT has paid no repercussions, really, right? So I guess that's why Stroh was worked up. Anyway, I don't know. It's only, is this why we're bad reporters? Because the story's 20 years old. Hey, we still if, don't know the actual if, story. If you think we're bad reporters, <laughs> cry me a river. <laughs> and shake it off, too, while you're at it, if you don't like the swift talk. All right? All right, let's see what else we have here, Bone Man. This guy says, um, uh, only in Charlotte can we get excited about a team that has 12 wins at the All-Star break. Sir, we might have t- uh, 13. we got one more game, hey, sir. They're, All right, they're calm two, down. <laughs> uh, they're 2-0 in their last two games. Let us have some joy. <laughs> yeah, I'm being sorry. a joy sucker. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Uh, let's see here. This texter says, uh, you heard it first right here. The New Look Hornets are playoff bound. Another texter. Were they not? They've got 41 losses. They're not going to lose another game the rest of the day. They're right on the edge of not being in there anyway. Another so, texter is angry. We didn't ask Sunshine Sammy Farber about their playoff chances. Are they going to win every game the rest of the way? Do they have to go unbeaten pretty, well, pretty I'm, much? I'm right? trying to think about their record. Maybe lose two games. They can still get in or no? They have, like, no margin of error. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you got to calm oh, we're down. On the, we're on the 41 win express right now. This texture says, uh, oh, this was um, Rachel. Sam Farber blacked out after that second win like Nicole Hardman after the Super Bowl winning touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last night, he, Sam remembers nothing, Bone. Black, sheer blackout out of ecstasy. All right, we got to get out of here, y'all. Carolina Syracuse tonight. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Lord knows what else we'll talk about. I'll try to be less creepy, less midlife crisis-y tomorrow on the show. That is my promise to you. We'll be better reporters too, sir, for the guy that was going after Bone. Uh, we'll work on all that stuff, okay? We're not finished products here. Oh, he was going good, after both of us. Good work out of the Bone Man. Good work out of the Flound Dog. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Jeff Ricker coming up next. I will do anything, anything for Bryce, but I won't Whoa. give up Burns and Louvu. I would not own a shirt bone if I was Usher. He just threw his head coach right out in front of a big old bus. Big old busky bone. Are you supposed to air dry your bags? You're not supposed to wash your bags? Do we not understand the difference between a male with a shirt off and a woman showing a nip nip? Pardon me for being skeptical about ball spreading here.